Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I will be your host. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how do you travel to Walt Disney World when one or maybe more of your party don't want to go? What are the things you do to uh, facilitate that, tips and tricks you can use, and to make sure they have a good time when perhaps they did not want to go on the trip with you? I am joined this week by our panel of experts, Dreams Unlimited Travel Agent and Welcome Center Manager, Teresa Eccles. Hello. Client Services Manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Close. Hi, everyone. And our producer extraordinaire, Craig Williams. Oh, hi, hi. Excellent. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you, everybody at home, for tuning in. Um, as always, I appreciate it. We just want to, uh, not just, we're going to talk to Teresa. Teresa had a great experience this past weekend uh, where she got a chance to do a short vacation at Walt Disney World, a couple days at World. But she went with her husband, who apparently didn't want to go, and threw a little fit. So we're going to talk to Teresa about her experience with her husband who didn't want to travel and share some of her own personal experiences with folks who don't want to go to Disney and the things that we do to sort of help the process along the way. So Teresa, tell us what happened. Well, I started planning this um, trip first of the year, I think. And it originally it was going to be myself and my sister. It was going to be sister's trip, just the two of us. Well, a few weeks into the trip, the planning, we added my daughters. So then it was going to be girls trip. And my sister had only been to Walt Disney World one other time, about 12, 13 years ago, we had took, taken her, but she didn't stay on property. We had just gone over for the day. So that's the way it planned. That's the way it was going to be. When we hit the 60-day mark and we started talking about our dining and where we wanted to eat, my sister backed out. She's like, no, I don't want to spend the money. I don't want to come without my husband. Um, I don't want to go. So then it was just me and the girls for like two days. And then I said, well, I hit on the idea, hey, let's take daddy with us let's take my husband kelvin um and i mentioned big it to daddy. him and she's daddy she's taking i was talking daddy. to the girls i call him daddy let's take daddy um i was talking to my girls and i said let's take daddy with us and they're like oh okay do we really want to i'm like yeah let's do it he's gonna bring us down he doesn't like disney and i'm going come on it's our 35th wedding anniversary this month we can make it a big oh, wow. you know family gathering so we so, added him in and First thing he grumbled about was the magic band I picked out for him. And does he have to wear the magic band? Why do I need a magic band? I'm like, okay, <laughs> it'll be okay. Well, we'd already made our park reservations before he came on board for this. And we had picked Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and Hollywood Studios, leaving out his one and only park that he liked, which is Animal Kingdom. And I was digging my heels in and I wasn't going to change I'm sticking with what I picked and he was going to have to love it or leave it. So our first day, first day over, um, he came separately because, because we live local, we live 40 minutes from the park. So we came in separate cars. He was going to follow us over there because he had to go home at one point to take care of his chickens and his plants and crap. So (laughs) we lost him on I-4. That was our first mistake. And neither of the girls rode with him. That was our second mistake. And so we lost him. So we, and we're staying at Coronado Springs. So 
I had told him we were going to meet him over at Disney Springs because we had dinner at Morimoto. Well, my daughter Grace had texted him and said to meet us at Coronado because it was time to check in. So he had two sets of, of directions, neither of which he followed. Um, at one point, he was screaming at me in text, I'm going home. I'm just going home. I'm just going home. I'm like, no, it's it's Okay. And the girls are like, oh, he's being a baby. And it said, no, we're going to, we got to make some, do some recovery here. It'll be fine. So we went driving looking for him. He was in his truck. He had found McDonald's on property and he was sitting there waiting. And I said, okay, it's very easy. You're going to leave McDonald's. You're going to take a right. You're on the correct road for Coronado, right? And you can't miss it. This is just like a couple of lights down. So he starts driving and Stella's like, let's go find him. She was worried. He's lost. He's lost. I said, look, he's in Florida. He's got a GPS. He's going to be cool. So, so there are signs in English, by the way. When you, there are signs everywhere. He doesn't read signage. He doesn't read signage. No signage in his. So he's driving along, coming towards us. We get in the car. We'd already checked in. I've already been laying on the beds about 20 minutes and he's still wandering around. So we go back out and we're heading slowly towards, I said, girls watch for his truck. So we're, um, is it blizzard beach that's down there? I think, I think it is. Yeah, he, he said, I just passed a golf course and we're on the phone with him at this point because <laughs> for a while he wasn't picking up the phone and he was in a turn. We see him and, and Grace says, there he is. There he is. Just let him go. And I'm like, I'm not going to let him go. So we turned, we turned, made a Yui come up beside him and I was waving at him. He wouldn't even look at me. And he finally, um, I said, I'm going to get in front of you. Follow us. So we got to the hotel, uh, the resort, and he wasn't speaking to me at that point. (laughs) So it was not pretty. So we got in the room, got him checked in. And I said, now we got to quick get back over to Disney Springs. And our son, Max and his wife, Raven, were going to meet us for dinner. So it's going to be the whole family, which I was really excited about. Well, I had forgotten to tell Kelvin what type of restaurant we were going to eat at. And he just wanted chicken. He just, I just want fried chicken. I'm like, okay, well, let's go see what they have. And so halfway through dinner, he did start speaking to me again. Um, I mentioned that it was our anniversary this month, 35 years, and they brought us some really yummy um, diabetic-inducing strawberry sorbet, which was really good. So it was good. By that time we got done done there, and walked around Disney Springs. He was pretty much himself again, and he was fine. And he told me last night Disney Springs was his favorite for the whole trip. I don't know why, but anyway, so that was cool. Next morning, um, he realized he wanted to ride Tron. I said, well, you can't, you got to get in the virtual queue for that. And he's like, what is, what is that? How do you do that? So I put Grace in charge of that. So 7 a.m., she got us all in the virtual queue for Tron, which – to my husband thought that once we got to the magic kingdom, he could go right on. And I said, no, you have to wait for your boarding time when you get to go, which ended up being about three in the afternoon to make the day even more special. um, They were doing taping for the Christmas parade and the holiday things at magic kingdom that day. So there was some things that were blocked off. We couldn't go to. Um, There was a lot of things that, uh, he couldn't do because the line, there were so many people there, so many people and it was a hot day. So that kind of, he grumbled a lot and he, a lot of grumbling under his breath about um, uh, animal kingdom 
I, I couldn't hear half of it. It was just <laughs> Animal Kingdom, Animal Kingdom. Why so, couldn't I go to Animal Kingdom? Right. Wait, it, there'd be nobody over Animal Kingdom. I mean, it was just, he was, he, he, and then to top it all off to make it more uh, enjoyable for him, I had switched. We were going to have lunch at Skipper Canteen, and the night before I had switched, I thought, well, let's do Liberty Tree because it's traditional food I think he would eat, right? And he was good with that till he saw, and we all sat down, and until he saw the, the cost of the food really bummed him out. So I think for someone that's never been before, you got you to gotta make sure that um, they have an expectation of what they're going to spend. Don't Wait, go into you- it. You're talking about the cost of Liberty Tree Tavern? I'm talking about the cost of food and everything in general. Yeah, but I just ate at Liberty Tree Tavern. It was $42 for an all-you-can-eat experience. All you That's like one eat. of the I best agree. values you can get at Disney World. Oh, I think so, too. Liberty Tree was amazing. The food was good. But when uh, Kelvin saw the the total for the four of us, which was pushing $200 – he kind of freaked out and it, well, he didn't really freak out. He, I got a look, the look, you know, like, holy crap, we got to go home. You know, this is draining my, my, my wallet. And, but we had gone to Morimoto the night before and I had saved um, Disney gift cards all year. I, I don't hardly ever use them. I just, I had a nice little stash of probably $300 worth of gift cards. And that all went to Friday night's dinner. So when we got to, and I told him that, so to kind of like, oh, this isn't going to cost us anything, you know, not much at all. So the Magic Kingdom, the lunch there kind of threw him and, but it is all you can eat. And I think it's a good value if you can eat a lot and it's, but I think for me, it would have been a more of a good value for dinner and not lunch because once you've eaten all you care to eat and then you have to go back out into the hot park, mm. it's a little can I just lay on this bench down here by the water and but I want to say, I want to just sort of, sort of uh, emphasize this because I think you make a really good point. Here's someone who is reluctant anyway to go to Disney. And now you're introducing them to Disney pricing, which even if we feel it's a good value, it is ridiculous. You know, I'm sure Kelvin can go to McDonald's and, you know, spend six bucks and get, something that satisfies him for lunch, you know? So I think when you have people who are not the Disney fanatics that we are, the the folks who talk about it all the time or investigate and plan all the time, I think that can be a big shock. So I think that's an excellent point. It you know, was a shock. Let people know in advance what to expect when it comes to these other oh, things. Oh, definitely. Because I will tell you, um, I think it was day two. I said, we're just going to have breakfast here at the resort before we go into the parks. And in his mind, he's like, ooh, Holiday Inn, all I want. So he gets his tray. He doesn't see the signage. And he loads up with pancakes, eggs, sausage, frittata. His tray was full of food. And then he, I said, well, we got to line up here, you know, and I'm going to scan my magic band for, he's like, wait, wait we got to pay for this. And I said, Honey, it's not, <laughs> it's not the holiday in, you know, make your own pancakes at the extruder machine or whatever. This is, you got to pay for it. So he was shocked again that he had to pay for breakfast, <laughs> you know, another hundred bucks, ching out the door. So I think that was the most shocking thing for him. Have not, having gone and stayed on pro we stayed on property once 
probably, I think, in 2010 as a family. And I don't think, I don't think it dawned on him that it was going to be more expensive, you know, 13 years later. I, I don't know what he thought, but I definitely would definitely say that word again. Tell the person that is not, that you need to know as much as you can before you go. You need to, to, to prepare them for this because he was not prepared for the fact that both of the girls, though they are adults, 21 and 28, had could take that little magic band and put it on that little thing and buy things. And it was coming out of his bank account. That freaked him out too. He's like, I mean, Stella just, she disappeared for a few minutes and came back and she was wearing a Disney hat. And Kelvin's like, where'd you get that? Over there, there's a little cute little place with hats and ears. And he's like, well, how'd you pay for it? He's, and she pointed to her magic band and he looked at me like he was going to just leave right then. He's like, hang on. Is that connected to her bank account or our bank account? And I said, it's ours, but it's okay. Stop, don't worry about that. I just kept telling him, don't, I got it covered. Don't worry about it. Because that was the most stressful thing for him. The fact that it was just, he felt he was being nickeled and dimed through the whole process. Mm-hmm. I said, that's just, we're on vacation. Let's not think about that. And would so you I have done prepare. something different? I have a question about, would you have done something yeah. different if you had, in hindsight, Perhaps, excuse me, would you have um, not exposed him to the pricing? Like you I would know, have left him would, at home. <laughs> that's the thing you would have done different? But no, no. no but I, I probably mean, like, would have. I mean, sorry, go ahead. I mean, we share our banking is all together. I don't want to, I don't want to keep secrets from him, but I, I, I probably would have prepared him a little bit more in the fact that, Kelvin, I've saved money for this trip. This is not coming out of your chicken food money. This is not coming out of <laughs> our, we're paying our bills. You know, I wanted to make it, I, I probably would have prepared him a little bit more. But you know what, John? I, I'd started a group text for everybody that was going. Okay. Yep. Cause everybody was asking, cause Max and Raven were coming over from their house and joining us too. So it was like a group. This is where we're eating. It's like a little itinerary in a text form for everybody, right? After the second text, he came flying in the house and said, get me off of that. Take me off of that. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't, I don't, because I tried to inform him. I wanted him to know what to expect and what to happen, what was going to happen and where we, we were going. And he, I tried to inform him and he didn't want to know. So I would, in hindsight, I would have, should have kept him on there. Or maybe I should have written it out. Um, I tried talking about it several weeks before. And maybe it's just the type of person that he is. He didn't want to talk about it until we, until we were there. What are we doing now? Why are we doing this? And I'm going, okay, we've had this conversation. You know, I've told you what park we're going in, why, how we're doing this. Why didn't you tell me ahead of time? Okay, I tried, oh but you didn't want to talk about it. So, but then last night, I had such a good time, he said. I'm like, really? I was going to ask you that. I was going to say, what, what's the outcome of this? That he had the outcome, saying, we're never going yeah, again? Yeah, last or? night, he was, I said, did you have a good time? And he's like, yeah, I had a really good time. I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Because I was almost in tears day two. Oh, just no. trying to keep him happy. And I, I, I want everybody to be happy. I want everybody to do, you know, I wanted us all to be together. And I wanted to keep everybody happy. And that's kind of the personality i am i get upset if 
if someone's not having a good time with something that I've planned, whether you're coming to my house or I'm going out with you, I worry. I, I constantly worry about if he's having a good time because he wasn't really showing it. But after 35 years, you think I would be able to read the signs. But this was a whole new animal in a park with him. And he was just, he loved Tron. He loved that once he finally got to do that. He loved, um, he, I could tell he was having fun with the interaction with, their, with the family and everybody. So, and the food he liked, he just didn't, he didn't want to hear the, he didn't want the details. You know, that was his. I think he, sometimes and, and, you, sometimes you have to keep, I mean, this is a horrible thing, but I think sometimes you have to keep people in the dark. Like, yeah. oh, you know, here, get your food and go through and I'll just take care of it at the end and not let yeah. him see how much And not is. let him see. And something else, going back to Morimoto again, you know, he wanted fried chicken. He wanted plain fried chicken. And I said, look, you can talk to them and they can fix it or leave a sauce off. So he ended up getting like orange chicken with the sauce on the side. And it looked like freaking fried chicken when it came to the table, you know, and he was fine with it. But he's not one to ask for things to change. He's not one to to question if they can do something differently. So, which is totally opposite than me. So I guess that's a good balance, but when, yeah, don't, don't let him drive himself and don't let, don't let him see the receipts. <laughs> I do like the fact that he got lost between McDonald's and Coronado Springs. I know. I, I think that that's kind of classic. It's classic. He said, he said, what's, where's the lime garage? You kept saying the lime garage, the lime garage. I said, calm down. That's for when we go to dinner. He said, well, I went to the lime garage and you weren't there. I said, okay, it was like five decks, five levels. Did, did I tell you I was there? I, you know, it was just, it was classic. You know, Grace lives in Orlando. And before we got, what minute we get on I-4, I got to go to the bathroom. I said, you're 28. Did you go to the bathroom before you left the house? So that's why we got lost. Cause I picked up speed. Cause she was threatening to let it loose in the backseat of my car. <laughs> <laughs> it was just chaos. And then, so <laughs> he didn't stay with us through Hollywood studios. He stayed with us halfway through Epcot. <laughs> We were eating, it was food and wine, and the I didn't prepare him for that. The fact that he had to wait in line for little bits of food <laughs> instead of sitting down and eating a whole meal, and that kind of threw him. And then, um, but I will say, when we got to Hollywood Studios and he wasn't with us, the shop opportunities were everywhere. <laughs> we had so much fun. And it was... I don't know. And we brought him things home, but it was, it was just prepare, prepare, prepare for someone who doesn't like to be there or doesn't want to be there, who thinks they don't want to be there, prepare them. And like you said, John, maybe if it's a financial thing, I mean, it was never a lack of funds. It was the fact that he didn't want to spend them. He didn't want to spend money. Disney is sticker shock. I mean, even for those of us who go and and those of us who, I mean, you talk about food and wine. We went to food and wine and I'd be like, you got to be kidding me. How much for this? Right. How much are you charging? There was that one booth with the shrimp and the crab claws. And I was like, oh my God, I got to take out a mortgage. Right. And they had glasses of champagne that were $90. Yeah. Yeah. $90 glasses of champagne. And thank God. I think that's important. It's very important. If you were, um, if you were doing it again and you were sort of, you knew it was going to be him and not your sister. 
would you have built in Animal Kingdom just for him? Yeah, I would. Have. It? Because I know I had when I had switched out. You and I had talked, and I said, "God, I'm taking Calvin." And he wants to go to Animal Kingdom. And you, I think you had said, well, change your park. I said, no, this is my trip. <laughs> I don't want to go to Animal Kingdom. I want to go where I want to go. And I had planned it around my sister where I thought she would, you know, her and I had talked. And she said, no, I don't want to go to Animal Kingdom. And so it was all built around her. And when she, you know, blew out the door and decided not to go. And one of her reasons for not going was she, too, saw the the re- the menu prices when we were picking where we were going to eat mm-hmm. and she's like, I cannot pay $60 for, for uh, I can't think what it was. And I said, well, that's not even what it is. You know, I said, you can't think about that. And when we went to on Monday, we went to fifties um, prime time because I want, I wanted um, my sister to be belittled and made fun of at the table. And of course she wasn't <laughs> there. So it was just the girls and I, and we walked in and Stella who's 21 walked up to the bar and got a drink and the bartender looked at me like she is not old enough, you know? And so she got her drink and then she took a picture of her and her $20 lemonade or whatever the heck it was and sent it to her dad. And she told him how much it was. And I'm like, why are you doing that? Why are you why making it worse? Don't make it worse. You're making it worse. Don't, you know, don't you're not here. Like I bought, you know, but it was, I, I would do it again. And then last night we were talking about it and I said, Kelvin, I need to know if you had a good time and would you go back? He said, I had a great time. And I'm like, okay. And would you go back? And he's like, yeah, I want to go back, but I don't want to go back to any of the parks you took me to. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, there's only four. <laughs> there's only four. So he wants to do only Animal Kingdom. And he loved Coronado. He absolutely loved Coronado. He said, I wanted to wow. spend more time there, you know. But he couldn't figure out. Um, <laughs> so Coronado, different areas is themed differently, right? Yeah. And we were in ron- ranchos, ranchos, I think, where it was all desert and rocks and cactus, and it was all. And then when you walk up closer, it's it's more lush and not as deserty. And he's like, "Well, how? Why'd you put us back here?" I said, "Look, honey, I didn't pick where we were. I just this is I just wanted a standard room at Coronado, and." Uh, so he enjoyed walking around and uh, he enjoyed the resort a lot. So I think, it, I think we would spend more time at the resort if he went back and just go to, you know, send him home if I want to go to Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that it was kind of a last minute change for you guys. It yeah. Was a, you were expecting to do something else with someone else. Kevin, I want to go to you for a couple of minutes. Um, I know your story is nowhere near as horrific as Kelvin's story. But you used to come to Walt Disney World with your family. And while everybody loved it, you have a brother who um, would have preferred to do other stuff than actually go to a theme park. How did your family my brother handle didn't that? Get, my brother did not get the Disney gene. He thinks it's okay. And if he goes once every 15 years, it's enough. He didn't seem to enjoy it. And he it was never like you could cajole him he wanted to do something entirely different and like we'd say we're going now keep in mind that there was no animal kingdom um i'm not even sure epcot was open at the time but we'd say let's go to the magic kingdom he'd say i'd like to go deep sea fishing and in we'd central florida to him, right and we'd explain <laughs> to them that 
Um, my brother never understood the geography of things. He wanted to go to Miami. Then he wanted to go to Tampa. Then he wanted to go to Pensacola. Then he wanted to go to Jacksonville. And we tried to explain him to him that Orlando was like eight hours or nine hours to Pensacola. So my brother had a very Epcot version of what Florida was like, that you could walk from one place to another. So I think a lot of times he liked being obstinate and just wanted to be different. So on more than one occasion, we would skip a day at the park and we would drive over to the coast and he wanted to go deep sea fishing. So he was the only one. So we would put him on a fishing boat. See you later. And then we'd go have lunch and go shopping and go sightseeing and do the things we wanted to do. And he'd come back and we said, you know, he'd be sunburned and fishless. And <laughs> fishless. <laughs> so we tried to make him happy. However, once we got him in the park, he was fine. He was fine. As I said, I think he just liked to be obstinate. So every once in a while, we would just call his bluff. I remember one time driving to Miami and putting him on a fishing boat. And when he came back, we had gone to lunch. We had gone to the Bal Harbor shops and we had all purchased something we wanted. And we got back and he was like, well, what did you get me? And my mother said, I got you deep sea fishing. So he learned, I, he finally learned that we would do what he wanted to do. But we were not going to wait for him to do what we wanted to do. You weren't necessarily participating in his activity. You would allow him to do it. I got to tell you, though, it sounds like your family was pretty, uh, pretty good about that. Because could you imagine today going with some a family coming to Walt Disney World and one kid wanting to go fishing and then stopping well, everything you're done and your whole time you've stayed and the amount of money you spent? I mean, that's kind of crazy. This was early on, and we didn't know they had horseback riding and fishing excursions and all of the things you can do today. But um, it got to the point where he just didn't go with us. No one wanted to put up with his crap. We just left him home or with the relatives. You know, what, what I think is amazing about Walt Disney World is now there is something for everyone. Really, I mean, not to sound cheesy, but just like your brother, he can. There's things there that he's going to like, or he at this point anyway. And the same thing with my husband. You know, I know what he likes. I know, but I, I think it's a give and take when there's so many different people, so many different um, things that you want to do, or the things that you do or don't want to do. You know, maybe I should have caved and went to Animal Kingdom one day. Or added an extra day on for that. I would have and, put him uh, on the behind the seeds tour. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just behind the seeds tour or something in Animal Kingdom. They have great tours there. They, he could have eaten. They didn't just, go to Animal just, Kingdom. Could have just Maybe eaten Sanaa, you know? Yeah. That was the point of contention. Yeah. Not going so to I Animal think, Kingdom. You know, I think the key is planning and, and making sure that you're doing something for everyone and everyone in in our case, I wanted everyone to be together the whole time. And there were, we weren't like a huge, you know, it wasn't multifamily group. It was just the four or the six of us most of the time. And at some point, you know, 
I mean, someone likes thrill rides. That would be Grace. Stella and I are more sedate. And all of us like shopping, with the exception of Calvin. So it was, you know, it was a nice, a nice balance other than the fact that we, you know, he didn't get as much as, as we got out of it because it was planned around a girl's trip and he got thrown in at the last minute. I also think that people who don't want to go to Disney or are not familiar with Disney don't understand the amount of work you put into planning this trip. Oh, I agree. I agree. My sister, she didn't get that when, when, when she was in the planning process, she was like uh, screaming at me on the phone one time because she's in Atlanta. She said, uh, I've got to decide what I'm going to eat on this menu six months before I go. And I'm like, no, <laughs> at 60 days, we'll decide where we're going to eat. You don't have to pick it. You don't have to pre-pick your meal at this point. You know, we just got to decide where we want to eat. Why do I have to do that? Why can't we just walk up? Okay. I said, remember years ago when we went 20 years ago, we came down. She didn't, but I, I told you that story. I told her that uh, we just walked, thought we could just walk in anywhere and eat. There was no planning. And most of the time we're just standing in the middle of the middle of the path, just looking at the other people doing, having fun while we're trying to figure out what we're going to do. You have to do something. Starving to death. We were starving, starving to death. Of right? I want to tell you a story about John's brother. And his family. We took them to the Magic Kingdom one day. This was many years ago. His children were much younger. They're all they're all adults now. But we walked into the Magic Kingdom and he said, I want to ride Space Mountain. So we went towards Space Mountain, Tomorrowland. Then he said, I want to ride the Haunted Mansion. So we walked to the Haunted Mansion. And then he said, I want to ride the Carousel of Progress. And I said, you know, that was next to Space Mountain. (laughs) (laughs) So eventually I sat him down and I said, you need to know that this is a big circle. So we're going to go around the circle and you pick out what you want. And John's like, stop yelling at my family. I said, well, (laughs) we can't spend the day bouncing from one side of the park to the other. So I think there are people who have a different idea of what this entails. You know, this is not six flags. You have to put some planning into it. And I don't think people who don't do the planning know how much work it takes to put that plan together. Yeah. Yeah, I like a little spontaneity. I want, I want to be able to, I I want enough flexibility where we can change our mind if we want to, but you, you have to have a basic plan of attack. Am I going to go right or am I going to go left at Epcot? You know, when you get to World Showcase, you got it. You have to have a basic plan or if you don't, you're just walking around and doing nothing. I mean, I've, I learned that early on. But the people who don't plan, who go with people who plan will have a better time. Oh, I think so. Definitely. I think you just have to kind of make it a little bit seamless for them. You know, you've got to sort of do enough in advance that they don't have to worry about it and then think about it. But and stress over it, yeah. You know, I think one of the big takeaways really is is prepping people for pricing. Because oh, it I is. So. It's a it's traumatic, you know, Disney pricing. 
It was. He he said he felt like he he actually used the word they're 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 robbing us. They're I'm like look, they're not robbing us, honey. They're not robbing us. We're willingly giving our money. No, we're not. I said no, no. I'm willingly giving this because I want this experience. I want I want to have these three popcorn buckets that I purchased this weekend that I brought into the house secretively after he you know. He said that popcorn. Popcorn's only three bucks, honey. It's like wow, and that beautiful bucket. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> you learn. You eventually learn. That's how I, I shop always, with John. I always shop oh, yeah, that this way. This was on sale. I've had this forever. Didn't you? You know, it's been in the back of the closet. You got to pull. You can't. Yeah, that's just the way I I, I roll. And it's Kevin not because likes- Kevin likes what. Kevin likes to show me the most expensive, ridiculous thing ever and then show me what he really wants. So I go, oh, that doesn't sound as bad. Right. You should, you should buy that thing instead of that ridiculous, expensive thing you wanted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kelvin's, I, that's why I bring shoe boxes to the office and throw them in the dumpster here because if the shoe box is there, he knows it's a new pair of shoes. So God. actually, most of my things get delivered here now anyway. So, okay. <laughs> All right, I think we've slipped into a whole different psychosis, a whole different thing that needs therapy. We should probably move along. But thank you, Teresa, for sharing your story. You're welcome. Um, You had told me a little bit about it, and I thought this is something we have to share with people. It was uh, it was fun to hear, and but I think it's a lesson learned for folks. It is, uh, and it was fun. I'd do it again. I'd do it again, just just a little bit differently. Yeah, you learn your lessons, right? Yep. Take them to Animal Kingdom. Yeah, please. (laughs) Just do a day trip. Just make him happy. Go for an afternoon. All right. Thank you guys again for joining me and for participating in the conversation. Thank you, everybody at home, for listening and watching. We hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation.